Hello and welcome to Injury Time with me, Sandeep, you know, hosting the show. Because, uh, joining me in this uh, final league phase of I-League podcast, Football Baba, who is otherwise known as uh, Akar Sharma. So, uh, talking about I-League, and this is, uh, you know, Akar's favorite league, as we all know from his tweets and things. Best league uh, in the world. Top. Huh? Best league in the world. <laughs> so, let's get right to the brass tacks. Uh, Churchill Brothers, 10 games, no losses. Are they the ones to beat? Yeah, yeah, they've been the t- team to beat for a long time now. While uh, every every other team seems to be sort of fumbling through some some result or the other, Churchill have been very consistent, and uh, uh, largely because their their thrusting force is uh, a couple of foreigners as well. But uh, yeah, definitely the team to beat. I think they're about what five points ahead, right? Right now, to look at the I League table. Yeah. Yeah, they're four points ahead of Punjab because Punjab just won. And Punjab have really got their act together. So they are correctly. So the, the, the table is a fair reflection of where things are. Uh, Churchill were always the team to beat. And they've, they've, they've even even when they've come close to sort of being beaten, they've, they've nicked out a nil-nil. Uh, that was against Aizol or Real Kashmir. And in general, in general that, that those were the games where uh, Zuniga wasn't available either. So actually when they're, their main, main... Uh, trusting force, whose Clevin Zuniga wasn't available, they eked out, eked out a nil-nil, two-two nil-nils, kept on track, and then eventually won. Uh, they got a got a very late goal. So, so, so Churchill haven't been winning dom, winning winning matches comprehensively, which is which is why I think there is still hope for others. There are five matches more to go. Uh, there can be a turnaround. It's a four-point gap for Punjab. Punjab have been solid. It's a five-point gap for real on on Real Kashmir. Uh, Church's last match and last matches have been a narrow 3-2 win over Gokulam Kerala and Gokulam Kerala was uh, down to 10 men for most of the match. Uh, they still fought back. Uh, it was 1-0 against uh, Neroka and uh, although although Churchill were clearly the better side, Neroka missed a sitter in the last minute. Uh, it should have been 1-1. Uh, basically, Varun hit the crossbar. Uh, they, they, Churchill, before that, Churchill scored a large 94th minute or 92nd minute uh, headed goal by Luka. Uh, to win over Chennai City, so it's it's actually if you look at the look at the last their last six results, like right, if you start from Trau, where where they drew one one, then it was a nil nil against Aizol, a nil nil against Real Kashmir, a very la- la- last stoppage time winner against Chennai City, uh, just a narrow one nil against Neroka, which should have been a one one by the end of it, and another narrow three two against Gokulam Kerala. So the thing is, thing is they they are on the back of their foreigners, they are getting the wins, but that side just. I mean, they, they, it's 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 quite quite amazing that they've got there, but uh, it could it could change. It could change. This is my take on Churchill because they've conceded I think six goals for all season, and their backline of uh, Valden Sangha and uh, Methin Kher, for the most part, maybe even Saini, has been yeah. very sort of dominant in that sense. And yeah. uh, their two, I think, uh, they exclusively depended on Luka and Zuniga to get all the goals. Yeah. And uh, Bryce Miranda is the only Indian player, I think, who got to score a goal. Uh, so they seem. I really like. Of... Sorry, I I really like Bryce Miranda on the left and Kingsley Fernandez on the right. They they're quite fun. One of one of these goals mm-hmm. Churchill scored, which was a one-two between Kingsley and Zuniga. It was really cool. Like Kingsley Kingsley comes up with very decent decent sort of um, tidbits here and there. Reminds me of I don't know uh, somebody like a Yossi Benayoun. From the Liverpool and Chelsea days, some, something like that. Yeah. 
So Churchill looks like a extremely strong team. But what I was very intrigued when I was watching the games the past couple of weeks is uh, Punjab and Mohammedan sporting because both of them have done like during January transfer window generally you talk about strengthening teams they have done an excellent job because in Punjab uh, they have uh, Diawara and Betia together working in tandem and they have Chencho to do every you know all the running with the ball and things like that and for Mohammedan uh, John C D and Pedro Mansi. who has come in and has sort of uh, changed their fortunes like you said long time ago they were sort of waiting until they got the the yeah. right replacements sort of staying in the top 6 race and then just took off and uh, has managed to successfully get in although mohammedan is you know uh, points wise little 6 points behind uh, churchill and that's a tough uh, ask to make that up but uh, they seem to have uh, these january signings seem to have done an excellent job for these two teams Yeah, so so thing about Punjab and Mohammedan Sporting is, I think Punjab are far better even right now. Uh, in general, they are more solid. They by the way, they they fixed their defensive problems. They were a joke in the early part of the season, primarily because they I don't know why they were insisting to play Anwar Ali, and incidentally they've they've changed to right now the the back line, their centre back line is very interesting. It's um, Hormi Pan and uh, Bikash Yumnam, both are those. One is from the under-19 team, and the other is from the Indian Arrows. So it's actually a very young centre-back line, and uh, they got Diawara in. It's been fantastic by Punjab. If you, they I think conceded seven goals or six goals, and yeah, and and four of them were against Gokulam in the second fixture. So yeah, so they've conceded seven goals, and the four and four of them were in in one fixture in in the second match. So if you look at their look at their trend, right? They've they've just showed up at the back, and they've uh, got their wins because they've got Diawara in, and uh, Chencho also fires when when you know you know that you can hit a team on the counter attack, and Betia and Chencho and Diawara will 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 be really good. That's why I sort of see them. That's why um, I I can also see them beating Churchill Brothers uh, if this if this is how they continue. Even today they waked out a win against uh, is it Neroka? Yeah, that Hormipan, he is the one I think Kerala Blasters are signing. And one thing about him, I noticed is that initially he was coming off the bench, uh, sort of you know making an appearance, and slowly but surely he's made his way into the starting lineup, and he stayed there. And for a young man with uh, you know that kind of a defensive stability for that team, I think he's done phenomenally. Yeah, yeah, they they started with the uh, Ashray Bharadwaj and Saurabh Banwala. Then Anwar Ali came in, conceded a few goals. Then eventually they found out they got Harmi from Harmi Pan in, and then Vikas Yomnam came, and they they basically remained, right? And uh, even they, they even made very smart signings like Mohammad Irshad has come. You know he was with East Bengal. Uh, he's come uh, in, into the lineup. So it's 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 quite interesting the way they are set up, and they usually dominate games. Dominate games in the sense at least they dom they control games. They dominate possession. so it's it's quite a quite an interesting side although although today today's match i think uh, even though they dominated they considered a lot of shots as far as i remember as far as i remember because i didn't catch the entire match it it stopped it just happened few hours ago but in general uh, punjab has got the act together mohammedan sporting i haven't still enjoyed watching uh, they got away with that suraj rawat um, winner which i think everybody should watch uh, It, it it was a screamer 
from like you know like how liverpool as a liverpool fan i know steven i've depended on steven gerard for so many late screamers to dig liverpool out right it was it was more like that and if that goal did not happen mohammedan sporting wouldn't be in the top 6 so they got that win against chennai chennai city fc right and uh, and then they got a they got a very very fortunate uh, victory against real kashmir as well they didn't look gro- good uh, even in the previous match um, by pedro manzi and uh, uh, who's the other one john chidi was misfiring a bit they were not finishing their chances chances against real probably kashmir. getting match fit i assume exactly exactly and they were they were part of the team which were beaten uh, 3-1 completely hammered 3-1 by aizol right so so it was very interesting because this, these two weren't clicking and uh, against real kashmir that's where my hope as somebody who backs aizol my hope was that real kashmir are not going to lose because they hadn't lost all game, all season then But it looked like that game uh, mm-hmm. real kashmir has sort of taken light because they took off robertson i don't think they started uh, Tipanda also. Yeah, yeah, so they, they, they were they, sort of like, okay, we are in there. Let's just uh, not get injured or something. It, it felt like they were just sort of. No, but I don't understand that. I, I don't understand that approach, right? It, it wasn't. Yeah, like, I mean, I just think it felt that way. I mean, it doesn't make sense because the first part of the the points carry on to the second one, right? It makes yeah, a difference. It was phase one separate, phase two separate. They were in the title race. But I think I think uh, Mason Robertson was also benched for another match. I think it was just rotation to keep players fit for the final sprint. Uh, but Dika Dipanda did not start start that game, and Mason Robertson was up front. So I was really hoping that uh, they'll get a they'll get a win, or they'll get at least not lose, because especially because Mobile Sporting were down to ten men because uh, Kingsley was given a last man red card, which according to me was harsh because there was a covering defender who may or may not have got the ball, but there was enough doubt. Like a VAR decision would have probably overruled it, right? But they were down to ten men in the first half itself. and again they were struggling they were uh, they were not really creating many chances and suddenly ma pedro manzi does what pedro manzi does best and and it's yeah. it, it, it this time it wasn't even a, that that's my issue with mithun samantha's positioning and everything first of all mithun samantha was i think injured just before this goal like a few minutes so he was under treatment and he was sort of hobbling a little maybe that also played a part in it but um, basically pedro manzi turned around and uh, took a took a couple of touches and then nicely just just placed it uh, in the goal from 60 yards or 70 yards or wherever it was it was quite ridiculous at least his first goal when he when he, he surprised the goalkeeper right against aizol when he scored that uh, goal from the half way line it was taken first time and he surprised the goalkeeper in this case it it, it wasn't a surprise <laughs> everybody knew by 3 4 seconds before he did it that he's going to do this so uh so bit bit annoying that 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 real kashmir conceded and then they conceded another uh but so mohammedan sporting is are yet to sort of fly they've just about sneaked it into the top 6 and uh, from the early predictions right so you had you had this bracket which was expected to be in the top 6 and you had this bracket which was expected to be in the bottom 5 and i was i was looking at who can who can displace who from where right the only only team that eventually sadly was was trau and not aizol uh but trau did that and chennai city is in the bottom 5 very well deserved actually um and and trau made it to the top 6 so that that is the one change that is the only sort of change which was not expected between the top 6 and bottom 5 i mean trau has been uh, something that i wanted to touch on is trau because they have depended heavily on uh, torsenov to do a lot of damage up front but uh, It seems they have punched way above their rate. To be completely honest, 
Sorry, the last bit. I didn't hear. They punched above their weight, no? Yeah, yeah, they've definitely punched above their weight. In general, in general, I think uh, Tarsanov played a very good role. Uh, Joseph Olalaya on the right wing. Vidya Sagar was excellent. Has been excellent throughout. Uh, in general, they've they've picked up uh, they've picked up crucial wins. Like in a head to head from a head to head point of view, they 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 got out a win against Aizol one nil, even though they were thoroughly dominated. Right? They were thoroughly. And dominated. the sad part with Aizol, right? Even I empathize with Aizol a lot. And in that, they went looking for the ball, and then missed the chance, and then got exploited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it was a game that if they had won, they probably would have uh, made it to the top six. Not probably, they definitely would have made it to the top six and been safe. Um, that was very difficult, and that uh, obviously they didn't win against Saros, so that oh, one was also. So they would have made it to the top six if they had held uh, held uh, to a victory against Saros. <laughs> so mm. I thought would have been there. But anyway, let's it's time to discuss Trao. So. It's it's very funny because uh, Torsadov scores a lot of early goals and when he scores early, it's really you know, Trau really do well. And uh, this time, this time actually they were very lucky to get a three-two victory against Sudeva. Uh, I don't know how many people watched that match because Sachin Jha, the Sudeva goalkeeper, was so bad. It was just it was like schoolboy stuff. I mean, if 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 bad statement to make. Sometimes sometimes you feel that this 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 has to be deliberate. It was that bad. Trau's winner. Was that bad? Like it was. It was basic. It wasn't even fast. It was nothing. It was a very easy, easy collection of the ball, and he just gifted it to the Trau oncoming player. I forgot who who it was, and he tapped tapped it into the net. That was three two. Otherwise, and and Sachin Jha was also responsible for the first goal for the equalizer at one one. So, but 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 Sudeva did well. Sudeva could have also made three three. Like they did. They did not sort of just play like a team which is immune from relegation and. Uh, you know they they don't really care whether because they were already out of the running, so they did well. Uh, eventually, but Trau got their victory just about. Very nervous in the end, but uh, yeah, they've they've uh, they've deserved it. They've deserved it over the time because they've got their victories. They they held Real Kashmir. They've held Mohammedan Sporting. Uh, they've also held Churchill Brothers. I mean, so they've 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 actually they've actually held uh, quite a few big teams and. Uh, and deserve a place in the top six. Yes, uh, so that's about the top six. Okalam, we have often discussed, so I'm not going to touch on that too much. What I'm intrigued about now is the bottom five, of which uh, Indian Arrows and Sudeva are obviously exempt from relegation. So it's going to be between Aizal, Naroka, and Chennai. And uh, any one of them going down is quite bad. I mean, in the sense that it could be very bad for the national team, for the ISL teams as a feeder club. And even bad in the sense that that club could lose a lot of money and might take a long time for them to, you know, uh, develop back again. And I, I, don't, I absolutely don't know who. It's like it's difficult to say, right? Who is going to survive? Can they survive? Will AIF be nice enough and uh, give another exemption from relegation? Uh, yeah, the, the, it it is true that it's a matter of survival. And unfortunately, a lot of people in Indian football do not realize that, uh, which is which is exactly why I've been, you know, watching every minute of Aizol. I think it, that club will be taken away from us any any day or any year. Of God knows what's going to happen. But uh, which is why I enjoy that club. I think they played some fabulous football. Same for Neroka. Actually, they've they've uh, they're quite quite entertained in in pieces as well. 
like somehow some somewhere or the other for example there was a 4-3 game against real kashmir where they just went hell for hell for leather even against a real kashmir side which is very solid generally right so i mean neroka have done well neroka have done decently well i mean they deserve to be the, the like the most likely relegation side because they just don't have the in that don't have enough characters in that team to pull pull these pull these things off and even their foreigners nathaniel garcia and juda garcia haven't really pulled off things like they're too far from the goal at times to do anything with that right but uh, yeah from a survival point of view you you do fear what's going to happen to them uh, because sometimes i think i think i think neroka should be fine uh, my biggest fear was aizol because in general the club and uh, their owner robert roite has lost a bit of interest uh, he's he's become a minister i think in in uh, mizoram so matlab uskala uskale matlab the club is a little sidey thing right now so it doesn't really sort of feature in his priorities and in general it's a lot of money right you spend crores every season what are you getting back aside from the love of fans and aside from just continuing a bit of bit of legacy it's still a young club aisa bhi nahi hai ki purana hai bahut zyada so so that's the fear i i can't understand how indian football just doesn't realize where the pipeline of indian footballers is coming from and why does it treat the non treat northeast the way it does or well it's just a reflection of society maybe the way indian mainland treats northeast the way it does it's just reflects in the in our football as well uh, you can crave about you, you people rave about the whole northeast region ki wow this is a football loving state you can't even see cricket there and all that and but kya matlab what do you what do you do about it there are very few people who make make investments there uh, i know this um, uh, slate slate karke jo company hai uh, nikhil sharma owns and everyone and they they're setting up turfs there which i love to see like i love to see whenever he posts something about a turf being put up in northeast or something like that because you know then generally they 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 need more infrastructure as well there right and that's that's where you invest sometimes matlab delhi ke chatarpur mein yahan pe chatarpur and all that's out delhi mein turf sacha to mai laga do yaar kam se kuch fayda hoga is what is what i think right but yeah yeah sorry i agree with you because and for me when i look at all three of these teams right all three have consistently produced players in the last handful of years and who have gone on to bigger clubs or isl clubs or gone on to represent the national team whatever it may be and if one of them stop producing players like chennai city is absolutely essential for the survival of uh, tamil nadu football not even chennai chennai city because uh, there is no local division happening in chennai so the players most of them if they play santosh trophy or if they play other local tournaments chennai city is the one who finds them and brings them to the dance and from there on they may go on to you know uh, like nanda did or susairaj or michael rajin all these people they are the, the connecting block between the lower leagues and the top division and uh, missing that link from i league is going to be massive just the same uh, with isol and neroka to to a lesser extent but still nevertheless they do a good job in uh, giving uh, players opportunities and chennai that will be missed i'm sorry in the in this pyramid i think the significance of chennai and fc is also there it's not like it's not sure, there yeah it's absolutely there but they yeah. chennai Even, city is the starting connection yeah yeah chennai city is the key cog yeah hi and i understand that so so at least a, a tamil nadu footballer is looking at playing in the state league 
and getting to chennai city and then getting to chennai and so there is something yes. like there is there is a ladder you can play yeah there is a ladder and right. miss of the take of the middle step they may still make it but we don't know how many will make it and we look at uh, romario jesuraj has gone to goa Yeah. and these players that chennai has developed are quite uh, sort of like swiss army man type of players yeah they are yeah. able to go yes. and play multiple positions adapt uh, quickly so yeah. you know that, there is that part also yeah same goes for mashur uh, edwin yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, susai raj right so so all these all these players are finding their way onto isl club so, so so i understand in the pyramid significance of having an isl club and an i league club from the same state or city mm. whatever you want to call it right that is that is where <laughs> but we'll get to that later that is where what is the point of northeast united fc you think eight combining eight states under one region of a club will give them hope they want to play for northeast united they don't give a toss about northeast united and and most of most of northeast doesn't give a toss about northeast united until they start winning or you know that that's general like that that's like neutral yeah. that give something about northeast united because they're doing really well right right from as an outsider so there is no difference between the support of that versus the support of say a shlok or a slaya akash or a slaya say a, a, a sandeep right because you want northeast to do well because they're an outsider it's it's, a, it's refreshing to see them but otherwise uh they've given less than 20% of their entire minutes to uh, players from the northeast so matlab what's the what so that is one of the one of the biggest criticisms i have of northeast united what is what is the what is the concept what is the feeling i also don't know why i think i think everybody realizes it but but we'll get we'll get to that later we'll get to this when in the q and a when we when we sort of discuss discuss this yeah. so and this is the last point i wanted to make in the i league uh, podcast section and that is indian arrows once again absolutely whooped uh, they they just bottom of the table they have one win one draw that's all the points they managed to gain they conceded 31 goals scored just six goals i don't i mean i have always been an advocate of having a couple of senior players in this but uh, what is i mean how do you think these players are feeling like it's they are going i mean i know it's going to be a hard task to play against you know men and these guys are probably the most inexperienced arrows team in arrows history the recent history at least but like these guys will have absolutely terrible time right like feeling like shit oh, we've lost to every single team including sudeva who apparently has i mean evidently has only indian players and there also they couldn't tackle so i'm not going to be too harsh on the arrows i mean i think yeah, i'm not being harsh i'm just asking about the So it's because we are also spoiled. yeah we are also spoiled by the concept of arrows uh, because because we suddenly saw that under 17 team play Chennai City FC in the first ever arrows game when they when the club as arrows returned right and they beat Chennai City 3-0 and everybody went gaga this ESPN journalist uh, tweeted that oh my god Chen- Chen- uh, Indian arrows can pull off a an isol and i was laughing this is the state of journalism in in football right that indian arrows because they won the first game against 3-0 uh, against chennai city fc can pull off an isol they had a horrid season then you have that uh, portugal portuguese uh, coach who was the under 17 coach matos he says he makes a statement give give me give me give me arrows plus four foreigners and i'll win you the i league i these, these kind of things are just stupid to say the whole idea behind it is just to get a pipeline of players in any case it's a, it's like a stopgap solution for a for a domestic system that is completely broken right 
and uh, expecting these guys and this is a this is this is the worst arrows for a reason right they they've not they've not first of all they 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 are the youngest arrows with air quotes uh, also they've not been sort of given exposure to so essentially these this, this arrows hasn't been a continuation of another of a, of a team right so this is this is going to happen plus they they've been they've been using a lot of players as well like i've noticed that they've been changes and changing a lot of these players and uh, because of the way i maintain some squad sheets so sometimes what happens is when you have a new match and then you realize ki yaar ye to sirf six six players match kar rahe hain in the starting 11 then you realize yaar ye to panch player aur aa gaye hain kahin se you know what i mean that there are these midway through the season there are these four new faces five new faces coming into the team which you haven't heard about pehle so there is there is some sort of um, uh, a rotation also happening and i'm anyway very skeptical about the arrow sometimes it ends to a uh, just just some some mean uh, sometimes sometimes players who you think are in the transfer limelight get picked over players who merit it you know there's there's a lot of i i do not like the arrow system there's a lot lot wrong with it and uh, yeah, which absolutely yeah which is why But i don't it's a money making venture is i would say particularly Yeah, so which is which is why I don't take their matches very seriously. कि हाँ जो हो रहा है मतलब the goalkeepers aren't doing well. Uh, Ahan again, Ahan was was back in the goal and he he wasn't doing well. He was quite quite lol mistake. There was a very weird punch he made, which was right to the feet of the opposition, which wasn't a which was pretty ridiculous to see. But then again, what where will you what what will you criticize them with, right? They they're still supposed to be young, and uh, in general, I take it with a pinch of salt. I I watch their matches. it's great uh, sometimes sometimes you'll have one or two good players but eventually you can't rely on this system of putting all your eggs into a basket of 20 players every year right this is what we've been doing ki ye ye kara in pe paisa kharch kara aur aage badhe like there has to be a better domestic pipeline but anyway i was lost against rao 5-1 um and gokulam 4-0 although although they matched uh, gokulam very well in the first half uh gokulam at almost this is not very hard to do huh? gokulam is a very moody team ah i agree with you it's a very moody team because second the second half they came blazing blazing out and uh, dennis antwi is a very funny funny character in gokulam almost every match you see him in the first 30 or 30 40 seconds he pulls off something there <laughs> some shot on goal i don't know how the ball even reaches him every time in the first 30 seconds but somehow reaches he he would he would make a dangerous shot or some penalty shout or something or the other it's almost like a torsen of except there are no goals in in that case <laughs> anyway so, so uh, back to arrows harsh patre had scored a very interesting very nice free kick goal he is their dead ball specialist so some some of these players do stand out like shreyas and gurkirat on the wings shreyas mm, uh, is good yeah shreyas is but good but we always knew shreyas is good because we've seen him play i mean at least i've seen him play so long in the in the super division sometimes it's just about like sometimes you get recognized on the field so you feel that you you're watching somebody good right you, because you played them you played them so same, same way gurkirat when he started the first two matches uh, or, or the earlier matches he was he, he really stood out and in general i don't know what's what's with the left left uh, uh, footed players they generally do stand out they they're quite exceptional that way and i think they stand out on the field from an observation point of view also ki ha ye left foot player tha but uh, aside from that there are there are players who would who would eventually i am pretty sure find find a club like a silo um, and who is that striker uh, he's from the northeast i forgot uh, uh, fella i think uh, sometimes sometimes you remember the names so so he's he's played almost every match as far as i remember so hai matlab kuch kuch hai otherwise um, 
this arrows was easy to dominate in general in general arrows what what you got from the arrows is at least you got possession right because because all the other arrow side had played for years together so wo cohesion dikhta hai they can keep the ball they can keep the ball confidently it doesn't matter who the who the opposition is and how physical the opposition is this arrows doesn't even sort of um, get to the position either so that that that's why this 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 arrows have to, have to be treated very differently and i think our concept of arrows is bilkul idhar udhar ho gaya hai yeah i mean i would have much preferred uh, the old system where the teams had to have one under 21 or the 22 players in their lineup but then kolkata clubs made an absolute mockery of that rule not just kolkata so, every club made they started it okay they are absolutely kings of doing that i remember ashley particularly sitting and complaining about it saying that uh, ashley used to be the guy who actually used to take off older players and put more 21 year olds <laughs> and then he used to because he had len and daniel and udanta and all these guys who were you know zwala all of them were under 21 and then he's like i'm putting more 21 year olds these guys are 15 minutes in taking up their 21 year olds so uh, he used to go on the rant and to be fair like they made a mockery out of that rule and i never understood why aff couldn't say one under 22 player or 24 i mean 90 minutes whether it's you take him off replace him with another under 22 we don't care but one under 22 player has to play yeah i understood that why why that couldn't happen that's actually influencing your uh, strategy on the field right you that's can't have, then 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 it would be like ki yaar ye under 22 player jo rakh raha hu main na wo same position mein rakhta hu because if this guy gets injured then i need to replace him with an under 22 and i need it from the for, for the same position so i understood where the problem was uh how it depends on the players that you have no look at i mean to be completely honest bfc was absolutely amazing. i loved that uh, first three edition of the bfc team because mm-hmm. they had so many good uh, young players and so many of them went on to represent the national team the even the not young ones everyone improved and the whole point is you that time if udanta doesn't play well he'll hook him off and put uh, len or if daniel was there so they had people pushing in the same positions they ensured that there was uh, fighting for the same position and like just to look at their goalkeepers first year they had uh, pavan kumar i think and the next year they got moya and the next year they got amrinder and they never stood still they would always put them under pressure all the players keep position they would always put them under pressure mm-hmm. get the new players and that's how you improve as a team so i have very little sympathy and like our the new local division in bangalore there is a rule to have a under 22 player i think on field and people yeah. are abiding by it now you see it more and more uh, under 22 local karnataka player no no under 22 so that's there but uh, yeah we digress but we are just generally like ye ho gaya na matlab that 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 one one you you also had suddenly that under 17 world cup team was got great fame right and then you you had to find some some path for them so that's where the project came into focus again in the indian arrows so there there's a timeline to this right when it did not work out it was dead then you invested so much in this under 17 batch so you needed something then the indian arrows wow wala indian arrows project came up and then when they beat chennai city fc in the first game everybody was like wow this is this is it indian arrows project should never have been killed right and from the, from the pylon arrows days so this this is this is just primarily sentiment also i think indian arrows has spoiled a little uh, our indian football audience in terms of ki yaar ye sare youngsters the top league mein khelne chahiye is league mein khelne chahiye matlab in general there should be a system where you earn the right to play and uh, not sort of just just get oh, 
you know get into that get into a certain because they getting get get into a certain division essentially right because because i i, I saw I, i saw a couple of tweets around because these people keep on sending me because a lot of people sort of tend to sub not not a lot but repeat offenders tend to subtweet me so there is a sandal which says if shillong lajong was a feeder club then why is it not playing in the top league it should have a first team yeah are you crazy they are focusing on their academy they are producing players which are going to play for every single club in the future how does it matter they have a they have a first team in the i league the senior team in the i league ulta they they they've been the smartest to to get away from the i league right now frankly we'll touch on that uh, during the q and a as well i have some this one yeah. so uh, anyway this is the end of the i league show